Howdy y'all, the cast of the Cowboy Coffee Podcast are not real cowboys or professionals on any subject you hear, just four dumbasses talking trash. Our views and opinions are not associated with an employer or anything other than this show. Some of the content in the show may be fiction for comical purposes only. We do not own the copyrights to any music you may hear. But if you want to get your baby mama pregnant, you can saddle up this horse and you can get on your way. Yeah, because we are the stupid motherfuckers that you ever motherfucking heard. But if you like what you're hearing, keep listening to motherfucking cowboys. Yeah! Excuse me! Some bitch! Welcome to the Cowboy Coffee Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Timmy. Chris and Timmy. Chris and Timmy. Hold on to your belt buckles. It's gonna be a fun ride. Two inches. Let's talk about sex. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome back to the Cowboy Coffee. You podcast. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. So, you. Never mind. I'm like, I said, bro. You're so red right now. Well, I didn't hit record before we said we we're talking about the, t- the two inch. Two inch deep. <laughs> Episode number 56. Welcome back. This is the Cowboy Coffee Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And new listeners, shout out to you. Don't there. Thank you for uh, pressing play. Maybe you saw our faces and we're like, these guys look retarded. Mm-hmm. Press play and realized the magic. Next time someone asks Philly to take a picture with him, please, I triple dog dare you to have him lift his shirt up. Lift his shirt up. Why would why I would dare they do y'all? That? Why would they do that? To make you look stupid even more with the wiener picture of Dan. I think you're just jealous nobody's taken a picture with you yet. That's why you said it. Dang. Just saying. Tanner's jealous. Yep. I want, why? I just want to see some white man titties on the reservation. What's wrong <laughs> with that? That's not jealous. <laughs> White man titties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that jealousy? Sure. Why? Just because I have a fantasy of seeing your titties on the reservation? Oh my! God. <laughs> why does it have to be on the reservation? Like, why can't we be somewhere else and I'll show you my titties? No, show them nips. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be the same because it's on the reservation. So uh, before we begin, we are dedicating the show to Kai Wan. Shouts out to Kai Wan. Shout out as well to Eric, his father. He's probably uh, listen, listening to us right now to make sure it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, Eric, you sexy man. So, Eric, we uh, did a little uh, challenge. I guess you could, could call it that. See how long we can go on the show without saying a curse word. I'm sorry if I fail, but I like <laughs> you guys. Tanner, Especially apologize ahead of time. We're going to try White that. man gets me Well, we're going to try to keep this please PG-13 instead of rated X. So, yes, we're going back to ratings for Kaiwan. <laughs> <laughs> All in honor of Kaiwan. <clears throat> I can't say rate it R because it gets two more, a little more graphic on the show. I got to say private parts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, PG-13 rated movies, you can curse every now and then. Yep. Well, you only can say the F word once. What's above rated R? B word. M-A? Mature? Mature. Yeah. Yeah. We went from rated mature to uh, rated PG-13 for the show. How do you rate porn videos? 
you don't, I guess. Would it be like rated R? Mm, no, porn's more, more, uh, <laughs> but I think we uh, rate porn like, I don't know. Triple X. Triple X. It goes from like mature to triple X. R, mature, rate X. I think the show is rated X. Most of the time. So, yeah. We are out for a new challenge. And we're going to try our best. We're going to try our best. I don't know if that will uh, work for us. I'm good with we'll, it, but Tanner's already struggling. Look at look at the look on his face. He's <laughs> already thinking of English words he could say without dropping the F-bomb. <clears throat> oh, you can say Apache words. That's not fair. That's still cussing, though. <laughs> it doesn't matter what language it is. You're still cussing. Would a judge be a cuss word? No. No? It depends on the Shut meaning. up, big judge. <laughs> it depends on what it's what its meaning is. Well, your, your mouth looks like a judge. <laughs> you know the meaning. Yeah, I know the meaning, but what's its actual meaning? Like, does it mean vagina or mm. the P word? See, the two, two, they're the same thing, but different. Nah, he's making patch words sound crazy. See, white people took away our lands. They're taking away our land. <laughs> Why language. do you always got to go down the race road? Because you're like, well, does it mean vagina or does it mean? I'm getting the, the P the, word. I'm it's getting just the one word. The it is base just grounds pretty for much just our game. Vagina, you big. See, push. then you can say it. That's all I was saying is if it only means vagina, you can say it. Well, I think it means both. Yeah. All both. right. Well, you're already trying to find a way around the game. So you do you, boo. Both for them. So, Juj and Lot are not cuss words. Ooh, you don't know what you've just done. <laughs> you've given him an excuse now to use every <laughs> dirty Apache word he knows because it's not in English. Yeah, well, that's what I'm asking. Like, is it well, a I don't curse want word if it's an Apache? I don't want. Yes. I don't want, what is it? Kaiwan? Kaiwan. I don't want him to walk around saying crazy words in Apache. I'll just want to say here and there. He listens to the show when you're cussing in English. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it matter if he did it in Apache? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait there. <laughs> no, remember Tanner got a little uh, toddler saying, um, what was it? Um, what, what, what was he saying? What was that word where we made him repeat? Remember I, I, I told yeah. you guys? Um, what was he saying again? I said a lot of words. <laughs> Um, I thought it was the uh, hustler lot. No, well, it wasn't that well. A lot of, I'm pretty sure a lot of toddlers word. say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I forgot what it was. Maybe it'll come back to me. But yeah, I think uh, we uh, made a lot of kids say some crazy words. Sorry, not sorry. <clears throat> sorry, but not really sorry. Don't let your kids listen. <laughs> Again, shouts out to nutrition with a native twist. We begin the episodes all the time now with the tea in our hand. And it's pretty good. This one, I don't know what it's called, but it tastes Jelly bean. It, it's called jelly bean. It literally, it tastes like a gummy bear to me, like a, like gummy worms. Gummy worms? Yep, yeah. That's what it tastes like, Steve. Tastes like gummy worms. Yeah, she was, uh, Melanie, shouts out to Melanie. She was mentioning the flavors in them, but I forgot exactly what it was or what's in it. Yeah, mine's more blue than your guys' is. It's probably because you don't have no energy. Yep, no energy, I'll die. Yeah, Dusty takes some energy, he'll... Pass out right now. My heart will explode. <clears throat> heart will explode in his chest and start bleeding, and everything 
every blood, or every blood, all the blood will come through his nose, his <laughs> every ears, every blood, <laughs> <laughs> every ounce of blood <laughs> in his body. Which is how, how many liters of blood do we have in our body? I don't remember. How much do you have? You think is it like the bigger the person, the more blood? I would think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, because you're <clears throat> not going to have the same amount of blood that you do as so a, some, as someone, a kid has. Someone shot you with a shotgun. Your blood splatter would be more than, say, me and Tanner's. Probably, well, I don't know. Me and Tanner are just about the same size. So, so more no blood splatter. What do you mean, no? You're diabetic and you have I'm not problems. diabetic. Oh, my God. Why does this keep coming up? You have I health am, problems and you're getting skinny Heart problems, that. yes. But I do not have diabetes. But this is like a... You don't have diabetes. I, I don't have diabetes. <laughs> this is like a dad bod without diabetes. <laughs> dad bod. Well, I'm saying like, say you got run over by a semi-truck. You got splattered all over the highway. How mm-hmm. much blood do you think will splatter? Probably cover up the um, whole truck and the road. <laughs> 10 liters. 10 liters. How much is 10 liters exactly? So blood splatter all over, all over the highway. Onto the uh, windshield of the semi-truck in your... Uh, compared blood to guts, would you have more guts than blood? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> this line of questioning is ridiculous. <laughs> I forgot how it started. Uh, you were talking about oh, me about, leaking blood. <laughs> no, I was talking about your heart attack. How if you tried energy drinks, your heart would explode. Yeah. Blood gushing on your mouth, your nose, and your eyes. That's not what happens in a heart attack, but okay. <laughs> That's what I imagine. <laughs> That's what you imagine? I mean, people have heart attacks and blood comes out of their eyes and nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so anyway, talking about uh, hard heart attacks. Leads us into our first topic of today. And shouts out to Timmy. He's not here again. Timmy. He, uh, I don't know if he's ever coming back. He'll come back. <laughs> he got lost somewhere out there. and um, The original cowboy, he has to come back. Baby, come back. Mm-hmm. Sing it, Tanner. I forgot the rest of the words. Okay. <laughs> Timmy shared an article about newly surfaced photos of Bigfoot out of Stone Lick Lake in Ohio. And I, I, I don't know if they identified him, but it says an, a John Doe, which, you know, maybe he didn't want to give his name. Saying that he thought it was a bear that he saw out in the lake. I don't know what he was doing. Maybe fishing, whatever. Um, and saw Sasquatch himself, which he believes. And you guys saw that article, right? I mean, you, yeah. you clicked on the thing. and Yeah, I looked at the pictures looked and Looked at the pictures. And Honestly, it looks fake. You think it's fake? Mm-hmm. What's uh, fake about those pictures? For one, why would you take pictures? Why wouldn't you just go video? <clears throat> Maybe he was an old man. Maybe he has an older camera because the picture quality is not too good if you try to zoom in on but it. But still, yeah, it looks fake. Maybe. doesn't have Honestly, a Samsung. Honestly, if you were to see Bigfoot, would you be like calm enough to be fucking standing there taking pictures? I would calm myself enough to take pictures. And he, he's obviously on the lake. So he's like in a boat taking pictures, which a lot of a lot of people do. Well, I, we don't know if Sasquatch can swim. What if he starts going? No, 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 no. Sasquatch is on the land. The dude taking the pictures I is know, on the but water. How do we know that Sasquatch can't swim? Nobody's saying he can or can't. What if he swims to the guy and the guy's just all pe- calm and everything? And the fur looks fake. I don't know. I, I, I 
want I want to believe it because I for one I've already said on the show I'm a major Bigfoot believer mm-hmm. because just my personal experience. But yeah, yep. well, it it does like especially. Wait, what's your personal experience? I've told it on the show. Was it here? I was when I was still living up in Washington State. We were out hunting and we saw something that was not a bear, was not a moose, was not an elk, oh. and it ran very quick. No, you never shared that. Yeah, you never, you shared, never that. shared that. Yeah, we podcast. were talking. But we were talking on the Bigfoot episode. Are you sure? Yeah, I gotta go back. Yeah, go <laughs> I, back. Um, yeah, I, 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 that was the first time I heard it, that. Well, I share, never share, knew share you with lived Tanner. in Washington. See, it was it was just extremely brief. So we were up in northern Washington. We were hunting, and my uncle picked up something on the binoculars, and everybody started looking through theirs. And what we were looking at was not a bear. It was standing. It was standing up because at first we thought it was a bear. It was standing up. But it was not a bear, and it was not an elk, and it was not a moose. It was something that we had never seen before, and it quickly ran into a thick group of trees. Because the the forests up in Washington are different than down here. They're so dense and so thick, even it's hard for light to even get through it sometimes in in portions of the the mountains up there. So it just, it ran very fast down into a thick part of the brush, and we've never seen it again. So that was... I was looking at it through binoculars, and it was not a bear. It was nothing that I've ever seen before. So it was, how far were you guys? Running, how many right? yards were you guys? It away? was. It. I would say we were probably a good four hundred yards out, because we were on top. We were on top of almost like a mesa, looking down, because we were going after elk. So we were on top of a mesa, looking down into a valley, and then there was a clear part of the valley that went into dense forest. Like there was just a small meadow and it was right at the edge of the meadow. So it was kind of like, like almost, almost like it was concealing itself. It was like looking into the meadow back and forth and then turned and went back into the dense forest. Well, if it was another crazy white man dressed as a Tusquatch. I mean, we were pretty far out. (laughs) I mean, these, these photos kind of like raised some questions about, you know, about Bigfoot again, like, you know, there's different questions that we should ask, which which is that, like, you think that now, you know, Bigfoot is this talked about, and I guess famous, whatever, you think people do play pranks on other folks out in the woods, like wearing yeah, a yeah. Bigfoot I, costume? Well, there's There's already been instances throughout the past where people had purposely staged Bigfoot sightings. I mean, because they want their five seconds of fame, or, or just to do it as a funny joke. But yeah. why I'm such a firm believer in Bigfoot is, for one, there's even paintings of Bigfoot in Native American in Native American paintings on the cliff dwellings. I mean, there's even throughout there are stories of great big hairy people. Mm-hmm. So, and again, just the way my mind works is in almost every continent in the world there is a type of primate yeah why is the united states any different so that's that's my thought on it is it's just a undiscovered primate that is extremely good at hiding so when you say that you're talking about like um gorillas yeah apes gorillas so you're saying that bigfoot's probably our primate that hasn't been discovered yet. Well, I, I don't think it's specifically our primate. I think it's a variation of a primate that that existed in a large group at one time. I mean, because you go you go overseas, even in Europe, they have they have the yeti and stuff like that. And 
So there's even even down in the swamp, there's this, there's this, the swamp people believe in the swamp monster, and he's the same thing. Yeah. Big hairy man that walked. Uh, Vietnam, same thing. There's stories of of big hairy people. Mm-hmm. in Vietnam. So it's it's all around the world. Almost every culture has a story of a human-like ape creature. Yeah. So I think I think it was just a a how do I put that? They had they had a lot of populace and they're slowly they're slowly starting to wane out. Yeah. And, yeah. But they stay hidden very well. But when people talk about Bigfoot and, you know, how big they are, mm-hmm. how do you think they go undetected like for so long? Well, course not undetected but you know people having sightings and seeing bigfoot here and there and it's a, i think it's the same concept of like if you've ever been elk hunting before mm-hmm. and how well elk can blend into their backgrounds oh yeah they don't move and sometimes you don't see them and then it just takes a flicker of an ear to go oh my god yeah there's something standing there mm-hmm. or you can smell them or you can smell them or same same with deer I mean, we have coos deer here, and we call them the gray ghost mm-hmm. because they stop moving and they just blend in. You yeah. don't see them. I think it's the same concept for a Bigfoot is they've just become so good at hiding that they know that they can blend in and they know how to blend in. Mm-hmm. Do you think the government has anything to do with hiding the existence of Bigfoot? Well, I think I brought this up on the Bigfoot episode. If I remember right, but there is there is a report from when we were in the Vietnam War, when they when um sold a group of soldiers was going through the deep jungle, they actually came across a Bigfoot, and one of the soldiers shot it, and the and when he raised his rifle, the Bigfoot put his hand up like no stop, yeah. shot through the hand and hit the Bigfoot in the head, hmm. and so the report is is that the U.S. government did confiscate that body, and fly it out, so I. I don't know why they would make that up, so I I tend to believe it. Yeah. So I I do believe that the government is well aware of them, but they're just not wanting to say anything. Hmm. And I hope it's for protection purposes. I mean, because could you imagine what would happen and how many people would just start going out in the forest and scouring the forest if the government just comes out and says, "Yeah, there's Bigfoot. We knew we've known about him. Just leave him alone." I think, uh, like we're talking about conspiracies and Bigfoot is kind of a you know conspiracy Mm -hmm. the same as you know how we talk about aliens and how that's a conspiracy sort of kind of and it would make sense if the government tries to hide that and say you know you guys didn't see what you just saw it's something else Mm -hmm. and then you know but you know who knows the government may be involved in hiding the existence of bigfoot but i think they are why would they though they like to control populace. They like control. To, they like to control what we think we know. Now, do you, do you think it's uh, you think Bigfoot is created by the government? No, you don't I think so. No, I I think it's a me. Me and my my youngest brother <clears throat> Daniel, we talk about this. He calls him the Sasquatch. That's the Sasquai. that's the that's the plural. So he says he says the Sasquatch are just really ancient animals that have learned to become very well hidden the more that humanity has expanded yeah yeah so you think there would be like some kind of intelligent creatures that you know the government don't want people to find out exactly who we are sure what kind of species they are i mean sure i could see that yeah i mean the government do suppress a lot and keep us from uh wondering what else is out there Mm -hmm. i mean when you think about it like some animals 
insects, creatures in the sea aren't discovered yet. There's still other animals, other creatures out there who haven't been discovered and we, we don't know anything about. Well, they discover something new in the sea every time that they, whenever they're scouting new areas for deep sea drilling for oil. Mm-hmm. They when they start getting down deep enough, they find new creatures almost every single time. Yeah, almost every time. And I think because there's still a large portion of the land that has been untouched by humans. Yeah. I mean, there's just some areas that we don't go. Yeah. So I think it's it's very very possible that a whole group or tribe or whatever you want to call them of these these Sasquatches, Bigfoot, live and thrive. Yeah. And. It's it's funny about because well Washington State is a hot spot that is the number one spot people go when they look for Bigfoot mm-hmm. and like I said we we saw something we couldn't explain and the way it moved and it was in Washington State mm-hmm. but yep yeah because those like I said those forests are just so dense so thick it's hard to see through it and you can you can lose yourself in there real fast now do you think like how you know, talking about our forest here, you think there's places here that get untouched and unnoticed mm-hmm. in certain areas? Yep. Well, like I said, during that predator hunt that we were in, um, when Big Guy took me up north, he showed me places that I didn't even know existed. I didn't know that there was so much land on this reservation, like that extent, the extent yeah. to the amount of land that was back there. And I was just thinking like, man, there's just so much that can live here. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's, there's lakes that surround lakes, ponds, rivers. I mean, all that stuff up there. I could not believe the just the extent of everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. Now, uh, when we're talking about Bigfoot, the big hairy man, mm-hmm. you think um, religion plays any part on it? Like, you know, do you think Christians, you know, me and you, all of us, you know, believe in, you know, God? Knowing that Bigfoot exists, would that contradict the beliefs of, like, uh, like say creation, the story of creation? No, I don't. I don't think it does. Yeah. I think it would become a strong argument for atheists trying to prove that uh, evolution. Because I don't. Yeah. I I believe in evolution to an extent. Yeah. But not to where we were just single cellular organisms in water, and then one day evolved legs and went onto land. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. In the slightest. But I think discovering Bigfoot would give them a good excuse to try to prove evolution. Yeah. To try to point to evolution. But I don't think... To say that we came from apes. Yeah, I don't don't think... That's why there's Bigfoot. Christians wouldn't have a problem with it because in our belief system, we know exactly where we came from. So I think the large amount of Christians would just look at Bigfoot as an an undiscovered animal. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think Bigfoot is... You know, talking about aliens, you think Bigfoot is an alien that no is living here on Earth? Nope. You don't I'm think work. so? You nope. don't think he's a Wookiee? Nope. I, uh, I've already given my opinion. I think he's just, he was, these these creatures have been here for hundreds of thousands of years, but they've just learned to survive. Yeah. I think they're just a primate. I mean, have you ever seen how a gorilla gets, gets up and walks on two legs? Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing. Hmm. Just a different species. What would you do, Tanner, if you saw a small Bigfoot? Would you try to catch it or kill it? I would just take pictures. Take pictures? You guys <clears throat> want to try to like follow it and see if it goes back to its family or try to 
kill it just so you can say you killed a little little boy Bigfoot. <laughs> I wouldn't kill it, no. Depending on how big the little boy is. <laughs> say a newborn is your size. <laughs> newborn. Well, how oh, big? Just because I have a man dad bod. Man dad bod. How and big you do you just have nothing? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> how, how big do. Well, depending how to, big depending on how. Let's go back to you saying follow. Those yeah. motherfuckers probably take long strides. Cuss word. <laughs> First cuss word. Uh uh. Yep. You said rated. Uh, PG 13. Yeah. Only one cuss word. One F word. Oh, there's one. I'm keeping count. <laughs> I can say the B word whatever I want because they play it on TV a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nope, this is this is for a special listener today, so Shut we're up, not cussing. But anyways, <clears throat> depending to I'm following them, how long their strides are and how fast they can take off. Mm-hmm. That little could take off. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I guess, uh, but yeah, well, I would, I'll, I'll probably my, shoot it. <laughs> my question was like, uh, you would shoot it? Yeah, and I'll hang it. I think, dang, I think I would shoot it too <clears throat> and chop off its head. Do you know how many money you can get that for? Bring it dying? back. Bring it back. Chop off its head. I was like, I seen a bury the body. A chubby white guy. He left in a gray Ford. <clears throat> 2017 looked like kind of Ford. <laughs> he went that way. My truck's black. <laughs> and he looks like he's the one of the guys that work at the St. Carlos PD. Man, I can't remember his blame name. blame it on me. I, it start, I think it starts with a P. That's what I would say. Mm. <laughs> he's the one that shot him. I seen it. Just frame me. Dang. Would you be willing to play? Uh, uh, t- we're talking about pranks about guys or people playing pranks on people. With Bigfoot costumes, would you wear a Bigfoot costume? No, I take Bigfoot out? seriously. I'm gonna I'm not gonna prank that. I take that seriously. <laughs> you want to prank anybody? Like if you had a chance to mm-hmm. go get in a Bigfoot costume and run? Dude, like this guy's like a boring old man. He doesn't want to do a prank on Bigfoot. Doesn't want to go to Calva. Doesn't hey, want to do anything. You guys want to play with? Calvary. You guys want to play with the devil Who and his demons? You go about ahead. Playing with the devil well, and his how, demons. How we, we just want to go to fucking Calvary because you specifically want we, me there. We did not because it's say, haunted. We did not say, oh, we're gonna go mess with the dead. Now, if you want to say, but like, how do, how do we know Calvary is like, yeah, supernatural place? Unless we, you know, how many stories I heard about people finding well, stuff or you know seeing how many people stuff? Probably just lie just to get fame. Well, if it's not such a big deal, why do you want me out there then? Because you're scared. Because you know the stories too. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you guys go play with that haunted stuff. That's all on you guys. What I've been story? down that road. I'm not going back. You've never been down that road. Shut up. Not the actual Calvert Road. I mean the haunted road, <laughs> dummy. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I hope he's back. No. <clears throat> Since the world's well, about we, to end. We still plan on doing that, though. Dude, Take what if the world's the about to end and your ghost came back? Why would you even wish that on me? Like, you're just laying there. I don't know how your bed is in your room, but the door is probably, like, somewhat closed, like a crack open, and then, boom, you're just laying there, and you open your eyes. The door starts popping open, and then right there, you see that same fucking vision. So, anyways, I believe in Bigfoot, (laughs) 100%. Yeah. 
like, quit what looking at me like that. <laughs> like, what would you do, Damn. though? <clears throat> I don't even want to talk about that. Like, what would you do if it came back, though? No. I'm just saying. Uh-uh. And it's just only coming for you. I'm not engaging in this it conversation. It didn't mess with your wife or your kids or nobody, but it just came back for you because you burned down the trailer. Mm-mm. Dang. That was uh, kind of like a revenge. How did we revenge get of off those? the Bigfoot topic? <laughs> I don't know. Freaking squirrel moments. <laughs> Man. So, okay, anyway, you wouldn't, you wouldn't dress as Bigfoot. He no. Wants, he, wants to answer, he, wants, he wants to answer the question. Uh, I'm not answering that question. You want to talk about that. I was going to say, uh, what if Bigfoot did that to you? Like, I don't know where you're, you're walking. He's out like, there using one out. of those outhouse. Bigfoot or comes you're, out. You're, 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 you're like taking a piss out. You know, at night, little law, and, and Bigfoot peeks over the tree. Scare the crap out of me! <laughs> I'm like, I knew you're real as I'm running, <laughs> <laughs> running toward him with his pants down, his, his lock going this way. <laughs> I knew you're real. <laughs> Get back here! <laughs> Don't run from me. <laughs> oh, he's away. Bigfoot's running away is because he sees his seven and a quarter going the same, running toward him. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, so you wouldn't play a prank in people. If you had a chance to play a prank on someone. I think it has to be like a typical It has to be like a A typical what? Let's hear well, it. Well I think I think what he's saying, like I think we a got a typical prank, like a regular <laughs> prank, a house <laughs> prank. That's not what you were going with. I think people here would shoot us like we actually did it here. That would be my fear is I would dress up as a as a Bigfoot and I'd get shot. Because mm-hmm. Tanner already said he'd shoot Bigfoot, <laughs> and that's his excuse to shoot me right there. Yeah, but you dressed up like Bigfoot. You're not even that tall to look like Bigfoot. Exactly. That's why, so why I, would I'd I be shoot like a, you. You'd be like, "Oh, look, a baby Sasquatch," and kill me. No. You I'm like, he's too chubby to be a Bigfoot. How do you know Bigfoots aren't chubby? They're probably thin. They live out in the woods. Maybe Bigfoot are farmers, and they like have a lot of food. I don't know. Right there, I'll believe it when I see it, like the way I'm waiting to see the little patches that are still running around Port Pines. Little patches. Suck. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, I haven't seen those too. Well, so- remember I was telling you guys about Blue's story? Yeah. Blue Blue saw a little man running outside my house. Man, he's going to be a medicine man. You guys are going to start <laughs> doing sunrise dances. <laughs> Just because he saw a little man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. This episode's so hard without cussing. <laughs> well, that's a challenge for today. But anyway, going back to Bigfoot. Um, kind of lost the place. Oh, I was talking about how uh, you 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 don't think there are aliens like no here, they're living amongst us. What about parallel dimensions? Like you don't think. Bigfoot kind of came in from another dimension. No, I've heard this before where people were trying to say that Bigfoot is interdimensional. That's why he can escape because he can step in from one dimension to the other. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You don't like, think so? Again, it's, in my opinion, it's just another undiscovered primate, a highly intelligent primate. Yeah. But it just, it's... Think one one prank around how, us. One thing I didn't look at is how... What's the biggest big like the foot size measured? What, what what was the biggest foot measured? Didn't they recently post that on Facebook? Speaking of that now, sorry about that, but they posted a picture um not too long ago. 
but a big ass footprint. And this dude has his like his uh rolling tape or what do you what do you call those? Yeah. The measure, whatever. He had that out and everything. And that's crazy. Uh I, I think it was on White White River? White Mountain Game and Fish page or something. Oh, I really? can't remember. I didn't see their page. I know um, our Game and Fish kind of posted pictures, but I think that was maybe because someone was saying, like, that's probably somebody's foot. It took our, someone's footprints. They took off their shoes and were walking in the middle of the road. So they, they had some long toenails then. <laughs> so 19-inch foot is one of the recorded footprints so the far. The biggest foot. But that's not even his question. He said, how big do you think? Was you, that not no, your what, question? What, what was the biggest, you know, That you've, yeah, 19, you've seen. 19 inches. You. The biggest foot I've seen? Not the internet. Like somebody, the biggest foot I've ever seen. Yeah, or footprints or somewhere you came across. My brother-in-law wears a size 16 shoe. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you that much. Mm. What about that time you, oh wait, no, you said you guys were 400 what? 400 yards away, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're about 400 yards out. Yeah, but, so but you guys, guys never did, seen you guys never, footprints? You, so you're saying that you've seen Bigfoot, but did you guys go to where you guys seen him? Did we, you guys, we don't know what it was. All I can tell you is it wasn't something we had ever seen before. It wasn't. But you guys it, weren't curious to go where you guys last seen this location, like to see if there's any footprints or if there's any odor. No, we pretty much did it like a, that was weird. But at the same time, to walk down there and to go down that steep bluff, because like I said, we were on top of the mesa. To go down that that steep bluff, that's that's a long walk just to go find a footprint. You know what I mean? And at the same time, if you don't discover, if you discover an animal and you're not sure what it is, are you really gonna go chasing after it? Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do it nowadays. Maybe, depending, just to get pictures, photos. No, I was saying like one one prank you can play too is like do that, take off your shoe and walk in the middle of nowhere, just footprints, and then fall down and have your seven quarter kind of imprint in the sand. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Be like, uh, hey, Bigfoot ran this way. It looks like he fell down here and he's naked. <laughs> there has to be Bigfoot. There's a wiener. <laughs> now, people knowing what we do out here. Yeah. We have received calls about Bigfoot. Yeah, we have gotten those calls, and it's like, you know, we go out there at the same time, you know, I've, I've responded to some of those calls, and I'm like, man, hopefully Bigfoot's out there, because I want to see him. Mm-hmm. You, you know who we need to to uh, interview? You need to bring your mobile recorder out? Mm-hmm. Schmitty Warbin Ingram and Jensen. About his he, encounter? He watched a video from a, um, uh, it's a home cam video, perimeter camera. Yeah. From a residence out in B Hills. Yeah, you were mentioning that. Yep. Yeah. And the thing that was next to the house, because they have a power pole that goes up behind their house yeah. with the power box. The power box is set up high so nobody can mess with it, which um, Schmitty Warbin Jagerman Jensen says about six and a half feet up. Yeah. The head was still two feet above that and it was leaning on the box when the picture was taken wow and that's a and it's not like somebody snapped that mm-hmm. that's a home camera footage and he got to see it 
because he was called out there to something strange behind the house. Yeah. And so the people started telling him about these things coming around and showed him the video. And he was a direct eyewitness to that video. Yeah. So there's something over six feet on over. the security cam over six and a half feet and lean over at least two lean feet under. above that box yeah so eight foot mm-hmm. i mean we don't got shaquille o'neal living out here <laughs> you never know who's never mind um <laughs> well uh the mouse i think the mouse and um we call them Meech anyway Meech. they have a story too of uh when they're going i think it was those two when uh Meech was still in, you know, his training phase. Mm-hmm. They were going across again bridge and they saw some jump from the bridge, go across, run across and jump on, jump the, other on the other side. Yeah. yeah. You heard that story too? Yeah, they've they've told me. Yeah. yeah. And uh or um the mouses um Well you messed up because that was me, not Meech. It was you? I was doing oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to remember. It was yeah, you. it was him. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah, right. It was. it was you. But um the mouse's story about um him getting a call because um, one of the residents out here said that a Bigfoot was chasing his horse and the mouse gets out there and finds a de- decapitated horse. Dang. Mm-hmm. Can a mountain lion do that? Decapitate a horse? No. No? No. It will... Mountain lions will go... They can bring down a horse by going for the jugular. Like, they will bite down into the neck. Yeah. And yeah. stop stop it from breathing. They They suffocate to death. That's how they kill. Dang, a but decapitated horse. Decap- ask the mouse about that one. He got a call because something strange was chasing a horse, and he gets out there and finds the horse decapitated. Hmm. What was the Bigfoot doing? Wrestling with the horse? That was like 2017. Oh, okay. About there. I never heard that story. Yep. So tell We need to get the mouse in here. Yep, we do. <laughs> tell him to come visit and join us or even get him. A, we, did, we did have him as... As a special guest before get him back on the the show and have him talk about his stories since he don't work here no more. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Tanner, yeah, it was you. What what happened that time? What exactly did you guys see? Like, was it just a black figure that went across the bridge? <clears throat> well, we're going eastbound on going across Cambridge. And it was like, like the middle middle part of the bridge where we pulled up on it and it was like an R lane. Turns around, takes like three three strides, hop overs the cement. And I go I looked at the mouse and I go, That's weird. He goes, That was. I was like, Well turn around and go look at it. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> he turned around. We didn't see anything. And then I told him, like, what if it's a person that's hiding on the other side of that cement thing? You're really going to have me check? I was like, I'm just saying. So he got off. He looked on the other side of the cement thing. It was gone. But it's kind of like a darkish black, brownish. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Did not see his face or nothing. I couldn't tell you if he had, like, see hands like this. Or feet or anything. It was just like it happened so fast. And it was gone. So it's ran by you guys when you guys were going. Well, it was in the middle of the road. <clears throat> oh, standing in the middle? And then once once the unit uh, headlights hit it, that's when it like just turned around and then it was gone. 
Now, things like that, you don't think they're like, because we, we did talk about this and kind of mention it on our Bigfoot episode. Um, you don't think it's like a, a demon? Honestly, I don't know. It, it it could be. I don't know what it was. Like I, a spirit. I'm talking about spirits. But only way off that, that game bridge was to jump off. Yeah, and that's that, a drop on each yeah. side, like yeah. a drastic drop. Like you'll die if you fall off that. Mm-hmm. So I don't. But mm-hmm. the thing is, too, like both of them saw it. Yeah. Both of them saw it. And, hmm. Then we've but, just seen a creepy old van with the door open. Especially working graveyard. Have you guys ever noticed, like, for the longest time, I was just wondering if it was just like um, like my imagination or because I still have those those clouds in my eye from head trauma or whatever. But have you guys ever noticed, like, um, like shadow forms or something like that run in front of your vehicle in certain yeah. spots? Or it's like right shadows? there next to your, your I window. I see shadows at our station. You see, you see what I mean. I'm not, I'm not the only one. I mean, a sp- specifically, mm-hmm. usually when I'm going specifically through, at graveyards. Yeah, yeah, at graveyards. Like when you're when you're just out driving, just doing your regular checks. Yeah, and then something <clears throat> passes in your headlights, and you're like, whoa! And I think you're thinking, was was it like you know, when the fog comes down low in here? Mm-hmm. But it's always a different color than the fog. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm not the only one seeing those. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. See, I'm not crazy. Either that or we're tired. Remember, <laughs> yeah. remember Tanner, last time you were parked right here <laughs> where we're at tired. and you said something pushed your, pushed your car? Mm-hmm. You freaked out? Well, it, I found out I found out it happened to one of the other guys. Um, we'll call him WN. Mm-hmm. But he was parked down at the river. Same thing, like a loud uh, slap in the back of his unit. Boom. That same thing happened to me right out here. It's up parked there, watching Netflix, eating my chips, and then nodding <laughs> or boom, like something slapped the back of my window. And I was like, it can't be because there's a gate. So I pulled forward, got off. I thought it was like someone that was messing around or something, but it wasn't. And I was like, what the heck? Nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, things do happen to us out here, and when you think about it, like, not a lot of people park in the middle of nowhere, not a lot of people go in the middle of nowhere where we go, and not a lot of people are out that late at night, especially, like, from midnight to 3, 4 a.m., so we're out there. And this just, dude, why did you not tell me when you first watched that movie, The Chosen, I watched, okay, well, I was watching this parked out here and he didn't even tell me that there was a possessed scene in there <laughs> dude i watched that and i was just like looking at it what, what movie is this uh it's uh it's you have to download the app it's called chosen chosen okay. uh, it shows like uh the new, was it the new testament it's the story of um the new testament all, all the new testament oh okay it's okay. really good oh like a a, a series yeah yes okay so I was watching that, and he didn't even tell me, like, the first episode, it does that. And I was watching it, and that night, before, uh, dude, I, I shit you not. Um, It's, like, after that whole thing, it was, like, that whole thing where that priest guy was trying to perform uh, an exorcism or so whatever. I don't know, the whole wind and dust started happening, and I'm just, like, looking around, like, waiting for someone to pop up. 
And I was going to call this guy at 1 o'clock in the morning tell him, like, you son of a gun. You didn't even tell me this was going to happen. <laughs> Did I ever show you guys the picture of the, the eyes that I captured? When, uh, whenever we had to shut down this reservation due to COVID, where yeah, we're working the checkpoints, did I show you the yeah, picture yeah, of the you eyes? Send, you send the picture. Did you see that? Send the pic out. Not that popular. <laughs> so this is this is in my driver side view mirror. I kept because you know how we had the light towers and it would shine down on everything, but out out in the black, I kept seeing something moving around. So um, I'll send this to you and see if you can post it for uh, the viewers to see yeah so it was like you're parked and looking south right you're looking south yep okay you see the see the eyes on there So, what what happened during that time when you were, uh, when you snapped that photo? Was it just like? Well, I kept I kept getting some some movement because I'm looking I'm looking north. I'm parked north, and in my mirror I kept seeing movement behind me. Yeah. So at one point I got out of my car and I'm looking and I can't see anything, but I kept hearing something and I couldn't pin where it was coming from because it, it seemed like it was just coming from a whole bunch of different directions. So I get back in my car and then I look in my mirror and that's when I can see like blinking that I'm thinking there's no way I'm seeing this right now. So I take out my phone real quick and I snap a picture of my mirror looking behind me yeah. and I got these yellow eyes. Mm. Hmm. So that's what happened with that. And I called a uh, Schmitty Warbin Yingerman Jensen all freaked out like you got to come out here yeah, because that was going to be my relief whenever I needed it. Mm-hmm. And so showed him the picture and said, you've got to be kidding me. He goes, you want me to relieve you? I'm like, yep. He goes, nope. <laughs> Which I'm outranked, so yeah, I have yeah. to stay there. So you just felt that weird feeling that something was out there? Well, like I said, I kept seeing something yeah. in my mirrors that darting back and forth. Going I'm thinking, what the hell is this? Hmm. So uh, speaking of unknown beast, we're going to talk about the courts and the judge. Yay! So, uh, wait before you start that, it's probably your ghost that's coming for you. Shut up! Oh, wait, saw those eyes. It is kind of close to close to uh, Miami. Telling you, because you burned down his house. (laughs) No, (laughs) that was my house. He's the intruder. Yeah, just imagine slapping some cheeks. Seems like you're, uh, and then. All that paranormal shit happens with that whatever you had in that trailer. Would you finish? <laughs> I should be asking you that. No, you I would it. ask you that. It doesn't matter. I was too young for that at the time. Now, if you no, well, if you were just you were smashing, and then ghost comes in the room, starts messing with things, would you finish or would what? you stop? Get the fuck out. Wait your turn. <laughs> Wait your turn. You know what? While you're here, just hold her hair. <laughs> Well, it goes back to me like the nasty ghost where it pokes you in the butt. <laughs> Tanner would say, you have 20 minutes to stop it. <laughs> I fit in there, Philly. Keep going. <laughs> I love it when your finger's in my... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Philly getting penetrated, he uh, got fined by the court. True story. <laughs> he got fined by the court for... Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
being too sexy. Um, too sexy for my shirt. Yeah, too not sexy for my shirt. Not Can't happy about it. I can tell you that much. <laughs> so, uh, the judge sentenced you to sixty dollars. To sixty dollars. Yeah, sixteen dollars. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but we, we, you can't go to jail. Nope, you can't go to jail here. We can't. The tribe can't arrest you because you're can't arrest me. A white man. Yep. So uh, let's say the 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 judge did sentence you to jail time. What if they did, like did a loophole somehow and had county <laughs> or somewhere come in? County comes no loophole for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. What if there was a possibility? It's a possibility. I'd say, well, take me to the Gila Hilton. Gila Hilton. Yep. Yeah, most of uh, these jails are hug a thug programs anyway. Exactly. If they were to take you to jail, would you would you pull a crybaby? Why would I pull a crybaby? Cry teardrops. Good movie, though. I fall. Put, get the teardrop Go. tattoo on my eye. Would you really? Or no? Nope. <laughs> or, or do you think you'd be like doing push-ups, sit-ups in there? <laughs> Spend one week in jail already have that teardrop. <laughs> What's that you? you're putting on your face? It's a lonely teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> no one came visit me. But it, but if you were in jail, what do you think you would do? Would you just like later go to sleep? Yeah, I'd sleep it off. Have you be- ever been in jail? Never. Never? I've never been in trouble. Mm. Yeah. So, no, going back to like what if they did find you? In contempt, obviously they did. But what if they did say you're going to serve some jail time, and you ran? I would run right out of the court, hop in a car. You decide to run, drive to the state line, and go. I can't touch me. So you do that. I'd do that. Do you think, Tanner? You think Philly would get pretty far? No, because I shoot his windshield with the balloon. <laughs> with a what? I'll throw rocks to you. <laughs> throw, rocks. <laughs> throw rocks and lie. I wouldn't care about your rocks. <laughs> Did I say you were supposed to care for my rocks? Because my rocks don't care for you. Why would you throw rocks at me? Just to throw rocks to you? Make you run faster? <laughs> Make me run? I'm in a car. <laughs> you know what I do if a Philly ran? Who, whose car would he be in? I'd send Rico after Philly. Oh. <laughs> you would not. <laughs> You know what? Yep. You'd be a dog down. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you send that demon after me, you'd be a dog down. No, but I'll, well, I'll get the drone and I'll be like, press record. <laughs> you can't what fly it anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's say you did You did run. You ran. You didn't have no weapons. Nothing. You decided to run like that retard the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you get pretty far with us trying to capture you? Where, no. would you, where would you go first? If I ran from the courts, from the courts, talk about I wouldn't courts. get far. You wouldn't get far. No, <laughs> my knee would give out, and I would, I would probably just. All right, guys, dang, take it easy. And <laughs> <laughs> just, I just like drag, just, drag you, drag you down in cuffs. I didn't get subpoenaed. <laughs> <laughs> They're lying to you <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> you fuckers better not cut me. <laughs> it's at court at 10 <laughs> Lick on me Chris You're lucky I have bad knees <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I don't know You probably Yeah 
You probably go in the wash. I think you probably go in the wash. But run down in the wash. I would go in the wash. <laughs> if you were, I would immediately go in the wash. <laughs> if you were to like run from the court, and Chris was like, you know what? Yeah, like you said, yeah, no weapons or nothing. But he's like standing there giving you a head start. He's like, you know what? Today's a good day to send Rico after somebody. Me and that dog would go to war. <laughs> go to war. Like, go what to war. would you do, though? I'd pick up a stick. I'd sharpen that sucker and just like. <laughs> Fucking a matter of times when a dog is coming, you sharpen a stick. Think, yep. I'd, I'd grab a or a big rock and just wait for him to jump up, do his grab, and pop right in the side of his blockhead. I think that I think we should put Rico in a muzzle and have him fight you. See what happens. I'd win. As long as he's in a muzzle, I'd win. <laughs> no, no. I mean, talking about for fun. Since he's talking all that shit, put him in a fucking one of those suits. I've already been in a suit, and it's not fun. And have Rico go at him. It's not fun. Yeah. You still bruise. You can bleed. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. But not for Rico. You haven't done it for Rico, so I dare because you Because that to. dog's head is huge. I dare you to wear that suit for Rico. Well, nope. you, have, you have to take a bite from him before he gets old. From him before he gets old. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> that is not a requirement. No, I don't. Not with that dog. He's crazy. Well, would you like say he retires? Would you take a bite as is going away? No. Thank you for your service. Nope. Because <laughs> I can't even get close to your car without him wanting to eat my soul. <laughs> well, he doesn't know it's you though. Oh, he, he knows he it's barks me. at everyone. Even even if you roll the window down, he looks at me and shows me nothing but teeth, and his ears are back like he wants he wants rump roast. <laughs> That's what he. That's what he wants. Those eyes you probably seen was probably Rico. Nope. Like mm. Rico just stalking me. Like I'll, I'll kill you one day. <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> Somehow he got away from me. Yeah. Got out Stalks his, me and goes back home. <laughs> got out of his kennel, stock Philly, and went home at that early morning before Chris woke up. I can imagine like Rico with a Stewie Griffin voice though. Yes, I'll get you, fat man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, if you didn't run from the courts, I'd just jog. They get tired. Yeah. Get you. Come on, Philly. You're not even that far and you're tired already. No, Keep you know what going. I'd do? I would go down in a wash and I'd try to conceal myself <clears throat> somewhere and make you guys look forever and not move. You know what would freak me no, out? Actually, ran? I don't think he'll last forever because he'll probably get hungry and thirsty right away. <laughs> Damn, you, you just portray me as weak, huh? <laughs> just <laughs> like he can't even do it. He's just, uh, just wait around, guys. He'll get thirsty eventually. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't eaten today. He'll he'll come back like a stray dog. <laughs> just He's wait. Have high blood pressure. He's gonna come out. <laughs> just just put his just put a bowl of food out. He'll come back. Somebody get some Chinese. <laughs> I know. Uh, somebody go get uh, China taste. Walking around waving China taste. Uh, <laughs> I give up, guys. <laughs> Sniffing it up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh speaking of China taste, when are they gonna open up? I don't know, man. I haven't I haven't seen Ricky, guys, Ricky so on, your, in a long uh, time. on your RDO. Okay, your your quiz, since you don't want to do nothing fun. What? Your next challenge is go to Safford, eat at that China taste, and see if it's the complete same as the one in Lope. Yeah, because I was just saying open. That is your challenge. And it has to be by the next time we record. 
How about you just drive and get me a box? No. That's how it works. <laughs> if you fly, nope. I buy. Nope. Because I don't know what to get. And I'm just going to want to get you fries and nuggets and that's it. <laughs> fries and nuggets. From- <laughs> that's not even Chinese food. It, it's funny you bring that up because this is me and my wife's argument. Whenever China Taste was open, every time we'd go, she would just load up her plate with fries and nuggets. She would go, want to go to China Taste today? I'm like, yeah, sure. Doesn't even touch the Chinese food. Fries and nuggets. Every time it just. Well, that's what I would bring back for you if you tell me to bring back Chantis. Please. I would. Insult me like that. Well, I don't know what to bring you back. Everything other than fries and nuggets. <laughs> Anything that looks Chinese. <laughs> but yeah, that go, go that, to Chinese restaurants and get fries and nuggets. Yeah, that's my wife. Fries that, and nuggets. That's your challenge, though, to go to that Chantis. Hmm. We'll see. I've never been there. I don't even know where it's at. Just keep driving and you see the side of the road. Before you get to um, Kempton, Kempton typical. Yeah, it's next to Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to try it then. That's your challenge. At least do that since you don't want to go to Calva. Nope. So do the do the time taste. What challenge. if we get you Chinese in order to go to Calva? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't care if you pay me money. <laughs> no, if we get China taste and we're out there in Calva. He's not gonna give two fucks about what's around him. He's gonna be like, "Yeah." <laughs> just Everybody scream and take it. off running. <laughs> Man, these cat sticks are good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, before that, I was gonna say, talking about you escaping from court. I was gonna say the only thing that would freak me out would me not chasing you if you start stripping down naked. <laughs> Did, ditch my uniform yeah. Just ditch everything and run around naked well that's that's the thing too why when people run from police why do they always have to take off their shirt i think one thing is just trying to you know of course they know what you're wearing when you ran or when you escape yeah trying to ditch whatever you're wearing to try to get into something else or we're looking for a guy in the blue shirt well i have no shirt so well, just like homeboy yesterday, that's what drew my attention when I finally spotted that individual with the drone. Yeah. Shirtless. Mm. Like, here's everybody clothed, and then here's a shirtless person. Mm. Yeah. Not too, not too smart. Not too smart. What a dumb. What a dumb. That that was actually, that could have been our one of the stories for the, <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll save that for a little bit. But anyway. Philly is a a wanted man. I'm a criminal. He's a wanted man right now. So, you know, I don't know how much you think it would, if you were to, like, speaking of being wanted, how much do you think they will offer a reward for you if you're wanted by a tribe? Just enough to pay the fine. (laughs) (laughs) Reward, $60. (laughs) (laughs) Captured alive or dead. (laughs) Alive or dead. (laughs) Bring back your head. (laughs) You didn't say how you wanted him. It would probably be Tanner. I got him. (laughs) Hold me by the ears because I don't have hair. (laughs) Man, I don't know. Yeah. So, um... I guess uh, next thing I want to ask, well, it's a personal life story question, I guess, since, uh, you know, we talk about this podcast and how it's about stories. We like to tell dumb stories, but I'm not saying your life is dumb. 
But I'm okay. We're going to question. Did you arrive at this point in your life because you willed it, or because you were destined to be here? Most of us, most people do tune into this podcast know what we do as our profession. I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> you needed the money. Yeah. Didn't like when going back to high school. Did you ever imagine yourself doing what you're doing now? Mm-mm. No. Oh, I was a motherfucking wino. <laughs> that's three. <clears throat> Suck a you? dick. Oh, I'm, that's four. I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was I was always drinking. <clears throat> didn't get two fucks. Didn't like the cops. Yeah. Well, not really. Wait, no, I take that back. I didn't really care too much about the cops or whatever. Never had a problem. I'll talk to them, but hey, how's it going? But other than that, I wouldn't give them shit. But if I'm caught, I'm caught. But I wouldn't be like a bitch and be like, well, fuck you, I'm going to fight you then. <laughs> like, I'm caught, I'm like, I suck that fucking running or hiding or something. <laughs> <clears throat> I was never a bitch like that. But no, I didn't never see myself where I was at until... Got mature. Mm-hmm. Had to man up, support my family. Yeah. Now here I am. I think at some point we mature. We realize, you know, things we're doing back when we we're uh, young and horny, we uh, made <laughs> stupid decisions. Yeah. You, Dusty, you said you you imagined yourself being at this position. Yeah, if from high school. For me, it it was both will and will and. Um, <clears throat> destiny pretty much yeah i mean because even even growing up i've always had this kind of mentality i mean it's the way i was raised by my grandpa so i've always had this mentality and it was something i've always been interested in i knew it always came down to two things it was either military or law enforcement and i kind of screwed up the military portion of it yeah when i uh Knocked up my baby mama right before uh, I was supposed to leave. Two weeks before I was supposed to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my wife. (laughs) Sounds weird coming from him like, knocked out my baby mama. (laughs) Yeah, knocked up my baby mama. (laughs) Sounds like a a country mixtape right there. I was like, man, this guy's busting the flow. (laughs) Oh, he is from Miami. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I I always knew I'd end up in a role like this. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, did, did it go as planned? Like, you, you knew you were going to be an nope. officer? Look at He's still a patrol. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with this question. Of course, I'm still on patrol. Anyways, um, no, not it didn't really go as planned because yeah. my original plan was is I was going to go in the military, serve a minimum of like eight years or something, yeah. and then I was going to get out and go law enforcement from there. Mm-hmm. Um I've just, I just always want, and the whole reason for me wanting to go to law enforcement was like to, to honor my grandfather because he was, he was a Green Beret. He was special forces in the army and he talked about it all the time. Always wanted me to go to the army and it was pretty much for him. Like it would have been cool, but I just, like I said, I'm messed up. Yeah. Um, I felt like, I felt like at that time, if I was to go in the military, it felt like I was running, Mm -hmm. like running away. Mm -hmm. So I decided to stay, which pissed my recruiting officer off off because i was like going i was gone yeah what do you mean by running away what were you running from well like i said i had just my um my my now wife she was just my girlfriend at the time called me one night and she was crying i'm pregnant and i'm like oh shit so it felt like if i was just to just <laughs> go in the military and out. leave yeah that i would have just been running away is what it felt like 
Hmm. And I, I didn't want to just like, well, I just got her pregnant and now I'm going to be gone for probably the next year. I didn't want her to go through all that alone. How old were you when she called you when you were pregnant? 20? 19, 20? 20? Yeah, about 20. Yep. Mm. And how old was she? 18. Were you guys scared to tell your parents or was she scared to tell her parents? I wasn't scared to tell because how my family is, I wasn't scared to tell my family, but she was scared to tell hers because they're uh, they're very strict Mormon. So, and of course, we're, they're we're, very strict Mormon. How the how did she end up with you? Because she <laughs> she didn't like the Mormon church and was looking oh. to get away. So I was kind of her escape goat. <laughs> so um, she was looking to get away. So you were the Juliet or Romeo. Yeah. The Romeo because Juliet's a girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm just saying, she's, you guys are like the Romeo and Juliet. Something kind of. like that, yeah. So, so dedicate the song, Tay Tay. Play the song for Philly. Tay Tay. His wife. No. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Or no, I, I'll be the prince. You remember that the old school song, Romeo and Juliet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but that's crazy. I mean, yeah. So that's shout out to you guys. That's why I didn't go in the military. Hmm. Way to go! How to lock her up and get her out of the Mormon? <laughs> get her out of the Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I said, it was it was both will and destiny. So yeah, I mean, but how come so, you couldn't just join the military and take her with you? It's it's the way everything was going at the time. It's kind of hard to explain. It was, I mean, because her family was absolutely furious, just pissed off. And, and her mom had even made a comment saying, well, you're just running away. That's why you're, cause, which I don't know why she'd say this, because she herself is a military brat. Her husband did 32 years in the military. Um, all of their kids were military. So she was just mad it was me because I wasn't Mormon. So she was saying, you're just running away. And I'm like... And at the same time, like, I knew I couldn't just leave her like that. I mean. She was telling you that you're running away? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, yeah. They didn't Do go they like you now? Did, hmm? Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. Does you, did, at that time, did her parents like you? Like, No, they, they despised me. They didn't, you know. Yeah. yeah and which, which I, don't, I don't blame them because, like I said, if I could go back in time and kick my own ass, I would. I was a douchebag. I was a douchebag. So I don't I don't blame them for not liking me at that time in my life, but now we're completely fine. Like when now her mom, like whenever they they know that we're coming over, she will because she knows my favorite cookie is peanut butter cookie. She will bake me cookies to take home. Yeah. And whatever she puts stuff in that cookie, she won't. She won't. They're 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 nice people. It was just it was just the totality of everything at that time that we just couldn't stand each other yeah but yeah so so yeah and that's that's why i didn't go military and after i didn't go military i knew i'd end up in this well going back to that time when she found out she's pregnant did that you know make you realize okay i need to find a job and provide oh definitely definitely yeah yeah, because I was still, I was still at the time, I guess you could say still mentally juvenile. I mm-hmm, mean, because mm-hmm. I was just, what, a year and a half, two years out of high school. So, yeah, um, yeah, that really, that really made me crack down Yeah, and just step up. But hmm. yeah, that was, that was part, that was a large part of the whole and the, slash destiny. And thing. the road going to law enforcement, did that, 
pan out the way you imagined no, it would that be? No, w- that was a long road because um, I had applied for um, like Gila County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. Um, I applied for Glow PD and I don't know what, because like my, my record is clean. My background is spotless. Even my driving record spotless. But for some reason, every time we got down to like the finals in choosing people, I was never chosen for the for the position. I bet you because that community, they yeah. saw your last name. It is it is a, it's it is one of those good old boy communities. Yeah, and so I knew for sure because it was multiple times that I had tried and gone through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, was was doing um was doing popad exercises and stuff like that. Um, so I knew at one of the times I saw I knew that I knew the kid and knew that his dad was the lieutenant and he was one of one of the guys giving the test i'm like yeah uh here and sure enough mm-hmm. old junior got the job and he <laughs> he wasn't even a top performer yeah uh, so so that, that was a longer road for me um i bounced from a uh, job to job i got laid off a couple times at the mines just a whole bunch of us would show up at the mine and then we were given pink slips one day and then jobless and yeah yeah. So yeah, it was some uh, it was some ups and downs, and and finally, um, how I eventually ended up getting this job is I was working at um Gila County Detention, and um, there was a, a native lady I used to work with, and she says, "Well, San Carlos Police Department's hiring; they're always hiring." She goes, "If you want, I can pick you up an application." I said, "If you wouldn't mind, that'd be fine." Yeah, and so she picked me up an application. Now, during that time, did you know anybody from San Carlos? I well, I had I had friends that I um I had grew up with, and and a couple people that I went to high school with, and the person that had hired me, which I'm not going to name names, yeah. um, knew my family. Mm. So, um, I put in an application, and I didn't hear nothing for about four months. Yeah, and then one day, hey, come on, come in here. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna hire you. Well, first I did an oral board, and and uh, they put me yeah. through the psyche valves and all the other standard stuff. So I passed all those flying colors just fine. And then, yeah, we're gonna pick you up. And then I didn't hear nothing for over a year. Really? Yeah, over a year. So I'm like, man, I guess they don't want me after all. Wow. And then. I got another call from the person that hired me and says, hey, go ahead and put your two weeks notice in at your job. Well, you're going to start here. I'm like, man, this after a year, I heard nothing, <laughs> nothing. And then all of a sudden, hey, yeah. put your two weeks notice in. So I did that and almost. How'd you feel when you got that call telling you? Oh, excited. I went, I went to my wife. I said, hey, they're hiring me. And at, at Gila County, I was only making like 13 bucks an hour. Yeah. And so they said, yeah, we're going to start you off at 21. I'm like, oh, my God, $21 an hour. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <happened>. Essentially, celebration. <laughs> so I told my wife and she goes, what, $21 an hour? Because we were yeah. living in this little tiny single wide trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I, The only vehicle we could afford at the time was just this uh, little Oldsmobile Olero. The one of the windows constantly fell down until one day it eventually broke. It always mm-hmm. broke down on us. So going from that 13 bucks an hour all the way up to $21 an hour was a huge jump. Yeah. I was actually able to take my wife and get her her first new car she ever had. Mm-hmm. So not brown nosing, but I'm actually, I'm very grateful for the tribe of taking a chance on me and, yeah. and hiring me. I mean, cause all these other agencies were like, I would go to the finals and all these other people were getting picked. Mm-hmm. And I was getting discouraged, and then one day the the tribe was just like, "You're hired." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So it was it was 
sort of a blessing for them too. You know, at, at that time too. Oh, it was know, pick a, it, you up. It was an extreme blessing. It was an extreme blessing because we were struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I could have well, one of these days, we'd have to. But get my wife on the show so she could like describe how we were living at one point. Yeah. I mean, we were having pinto beans and rice like four days a week. Wow. I mean, because we weren't making anything, and it was just it was hard. We had we had the one kid, and then. Me not being the best on uh, the pullout game ended up, <laughs> here comes baby number two, and I'm still not making nothing. So now I yeah. have two babies, a wife, and trying to pay for everything. And so it was an extreme blessing. So the, the road getting here to do this was long yeah, and hard. Um, I not, think, not for the lack of trying, though. I think many people like doing what we, we do don't exactly know what a blessing it is to, you know, come this far and be where we're at yeah even though you know like tanner said we're still on patrol and doing stuff it it took a long time to actually you know get where we're at to do yeah. what we're doing and they don't know the stories about our i'll tell mine in a bit but they'll know they'll know stories about how we struggled especially starting the family young <clears throat> and and realizing that we had to provide for our kids and you know because we don't pull out yeah <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh you know we uh it, it's a blessing for us to be here like uh yeah. you know we we've we've all experienced well hearing your story we've we both have a similar thing mm-hmm. going where we started a family early yep stupidly and yeah I yeah mean, and, grateful and for the families we grateful have now for but families now and grateful for our kids yeah stupid but, start. um we can tell you know they can learn from our mistakes and how, you know, exactly. learn, learn from our stories of how we struggle to provide and to yeah. be where we're at now. But, and then all the stress and yeah, I mean the, the Academy is rough. It was rough. The Academy is rough. I mean, easier for some people, but I went in, I went in as a, as a fat kid. I went in, I was at 310 pounds going into the Academy. I was a chunky sucker. I'm still a chunky sucker, but mm-hmm. uh, went in at 310, came out at 240. But going in that heavy to something as physically demanding and hard as that was, oh man, that was a whole lot of extra stress that I put on myself. I was thinking like I knew I was going to the academy. Why didn't I run a little bit harder or do this a little bit better? And the the tribe was actually good enough, and you know this because you attended with me. But um, the tribe was actually good enough to yeah. where when we came to work, they would actually have us work out for an hour to two hours and they paid us to work out before we went to the academy. Yeah. Which helped a lot because if I, if I didn't, if I didn't do that, I don't know if I would have passed that academy. I mean, cause oh, the working out. Yeah. Part. Cause yeah. I went to, I went to Narda <clears throat> and Narda's rough. Yeah. But yeah, like I was saying, we share a similar story. Um, but going back to me, like, I, I count this as a blessing because, you know, I gave up on myself so many freaking times, man. Like growing up, um, you know, I graduated right right after graduation. I got married. Um, I knew already by the by then after I graduated, Baby Blue was on his way. And at that time, man, I, I didn't know like I didn't see myself, you know, going back to, to, to that question. I didn't see myself doing what I'm doing now. Like it just never I I didn't want to be a police officer um to tell you the truth like it just never came to my mind like at um, a couple episodes back we were talking about how 
I almost went to Texas and wanted to go move to Texas in the beginning and do that, but it didn't work out. Um, I want to do other things than being a police officer, really. Like if, if you would go back to Chris back when he was 18, pre want to be gangster into my <laughs> senior year, <laughs> pre Jerry curl, like, uh, I mean, after Jerry curl, I mean, not, not pre after, after being want to be gangster. Um, you know, I knew I had to real, I had to figure out what I was going to do and I wanted to be some, some, some douchebag working in computers something like that like it did i never imagined me doing this like it never occurred to me that i could be who i am now like comparing myself to man i, I man i i count my blessings man because like i never like me doing this talking to radio to where i'm the way i'm talking now and being able to do this stuff like i couldn't do that like that was not me like i shut myself in the shell so much like i wasn't willing to be outgoing i wasn't willing to talk to anybody um my kids reminded me of me now like they won't talk to anybody like if you meet me me my daughters right now they won't say a single word to you because they're shy they're like they just don't want to talk to you but that was me back in the day and me growing up and um realizing after i graduated i was like man i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do because i got a kid on the way baby blues on his way and uh right after high school i got married and like all that wasn't even figured out. Like there's no, like I, I talk about no foundation set for me. Like I didn't know where I was going to live. I didn't know, you know, what I was going to do. <clears throat> and it took like numerous jobs, man. I remember my first job was a buster at the casino. I think for many of us who live here, that casino was kind of a blessing because mm-hmm. a lot of people started their place there. You know, myself and Tanner can, you know, it's like a McDonald's or Taco that. Bill for us. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and that was a horrible job. So being a buster, you basically are just like the the slave to the the waiters and waitresses because you clean up after everyone was. I was is, a bus boy. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. So and the buffet when they especially when they open up the buffet on that side, when you work that side and people uh-huh. leave tons of, you know, plates on the table and you go out and clean them. But yeah, that 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 sucked, but I knew I had to keep doing it. I knew at some point, you know, I had to start making money just to provide for Baby Blue. Yeah. And um, that didn't work out, really. Um, did that for a little bit. And I think I went back to school, tried to go back to school. That didn't work out. You know, things didn't work out for me, didn't pan out for me. And um, I think the... I forget what else I was. I know I was doing something else. And then that's the first time I applied. I applied to be a cop. This was back in 2004 and five ish. Mm-hmm. So that time, like you, you know, I was heavy set, overweight. Um, I was kind of thinking maybe, you know, if I go to work, to work for the police, I can lose some weight. That didn't work out. I went to the academy and the, you know, the Popat. Mm hmm the test and me doing all that and running the mile and a half jumping over over the wall couldn't get, get over the wall for some reason like i couldn't lift myself over that wall it was a six foot wall and you know i had a hard time doing that and it wasn't until like that time the academy days were like three months only 
but now it's like it well when i went when i finally graduated it was four months now it's six months it's crazy but back then it was like three months and i made it to the third month and this was my second try at it and they were giving me one more shot no this was my third try you really normally get two tries that time but chief had called the academy director and we're like hey give him another shot you know let's see if he can do it and I remember the academy director was coming to me and saying, you know, we normally don't do this, but we're going to let you give this a, one more try. And if this doesn't work, if you, you don't you don't make time, then I'm sorry. So like all that pressure, all that stress was on me at that time because it was like three months into the academy and I spent this much time. And I was that close, like one week away from graduation. Couldn't get over the wall. Um, can, uh, can't really explain how heartbroken i was when the director came up to me and said you know pack your stuff good luck mm-hmm. you're going home so three months of that and that time the academy wasn't really that strict like with exercising so they were they weren't really giving me ready to more academics yeah, yeah more I, academics that. that time <clears throat> so physically i wasn't really ready i wasn't really ready to be a cop which kind of was a blessing in disguise because it gave me time and you know, I quit. I, I mean, I didn't quit. I came back and I was like, man, I don't know what else I'm going to do. And then they offered me the tribal security job position. So I was like, yeah, I'll take that. And I did that for like two years. And I was like, you know what? My time here is done. I'm going to go ahead and do do something else. Put in my two weeks and I was out. Tended to go back to school. Um, uh, blessed that my wife finished school that time. And I was just like the caretaker babysitter for baby blue that time, slapping him around, disciplining him. And, um, she finished and I got nowhere again. (laughs) Like school, man. I I don't know. Like schoolwork is just not for me. I can't like focus at times, but I couldn't finish my um, degree that time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to work. Uh, housing security opened up a position. So I was like, we're going to move back. Cause that time the the tribe paid for us to stay out in Thatcher. We stayed in the hotels next next door to, to Thatcher, the the college, <clears throat> and um, not hotels, apartments. Mm-hmm. We stayed at the apartments next to the school. They paid for the whole year, so we're done, and we had to move back to the reservation. We came back, and I knew I had to get a job. Um, housing security open, apply for housing. Did that for two years, and I was like making like. Man, that time I was only like eight something an hour working for housing security. Ugh. That was nothing like not even to get by like a good meal. Working well, for well, free. Well, yeah. Well, going back to those years, you know, money was, you know, what we make now would have been a lot back then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was okay. I mean, it got me, got me by, got us by. So I did that for two years and then tribal security opened up and I was like, yeah, they make more money than I do right now. So I'm going to go ahead and go back. Went back, did that for, man, six, seven years. Six, seven years, man. And during, I can tell you during that time working tribal security, I was like, man, I, I just don't know if I'm going to want to do this forever and what, what I want to do. And during those times, man, I gave up on myself. I remember at one point in my life sitting there trying to try to figure out, what exactly it is that I want for my future. And I gave up so many times in myself. I'm like, you know, you're going to be nobody, man. 
ain't no way you're gonna be a cop again. You can't even you can't even get over the wall. So man, I can't tell you how many times I you know, talk down on myself. And it is true, like when they say that your words your words will do something to you. Like especially if it'll mess with your mind and you know, if you if you tell yourself you can't do something, then you can't do it. But if you tell yourself you can do it, you you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So at that point, man, I don't know how many nights, you know, I cried trying to figure out, you know, what exactly am I here for? Like I was praying, like, what am I here for? God, what would you put me here to do? And um, yeah, like I said, at one point I thought I was going to start preaching. Um, I was going that route, but, you know, things just didn't work out that way until... I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit again. <laughs> so I quit travel security after seven years working for PD. I was like, I'm going to quit again. So I, I count that as a blessing too as well because when I quit, I went to back to where it all began, back to the casino, applied for surveillance, and I got the job, and I worked surveillance for two days. Two days, I realized, you know what? This, this ain't for me, man. <laughs> like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I was like, screw it. You know what? I'm going to do it. Because at that time, I was working out with within that seven years, I decided, you know what? I need to drop some weight. I need to start exercising. I need to start doing stuff. So within that time, I dropped some weight, and I was really already like lifting weights and exercising. So after I quit and went to the casino and realized that was a bad idea, I was like, chief, I'm going to give it a shot. Give me a shot. And he did. You know, shouts out to the chief of police because he gave me that opportunity which i don't know if anybody else would after i quit how many times the department mm-hmm. and shouts out to the chief for <clears throat> believing in me because at that point i didn't believe in myself like um so i gave it a shot applied for back to the pd for the third time <laughs> and now i'm here i'm doing what i'm doing and i've never imagined me doing what i'm doing it's crazy. Like when I think about it, it's crazy. Like once you give up on yourself, once you, like I said, once you talk down on yourself and use your words on yourself and really, you know, like I've shared before, you are your own enemy. If you tell yourself you're not going to be able to do something, you won't be able to do it until you actually step up and say, you know what, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do this and it's going to hurt like hell, but I'm going to get through this. I'm going to do it, which mm-hmm. I basically did. Now I'm where I'm, I'm where I'm at. So it's it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle. And going back to that question, um, did I ever think that I'd be here in my point of life? Um, was I destined to be here? I want to say yeah, because what I went through. Emotionally, spiritually, physically. Uh, we were talking about the academy. That was like, man, like blood, sweat, and tears for real. Like it was my second shot for myself because, you know, during that time, that wasn't my first time failing an academy. I went to Artesia, mm-hmm. the federal academy. New Mexico. Yeah, BIA. Yeah. I failed that one too. And it was only because it was my first time being away from my family and being to another state that, you know, I felt homesickness hit me bad. Like that was my first time just being away from the res. And it, everything was just foreign to me, and especially the way I was back then. If you guys knew who I was back then, you'd probably treat me different than you know me now. Because, dude, like, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't want to get to know you. Like, if you 
knew who I was. He didn't want to hang out with me, which was pretty much what people thought of me back then. Like back then, people treated me like as incompetent because of the way I was, the way I spoke. Um, but I had to fight all through that, through all that and realizing that I had to change who I was as a person and, and realizing, you know, this is what I have to do because this is the way I can succeed, which is what I did. So failing that twice and me being at the academy the third time was like, like I said, blood, sweat and tears because like I had to fight through everything I was battling through my, through my mind, like saying, you know what? I don't know if we can do this. Like constantly, that was it week after week. Like, I don't know if you can do this, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But fought nope. through it, fought through it, made it through the academy. And on graduation day, you, that phone call to my wife and telling her I finally did it was the most emotional phone call I ever made because I finally, finally accomplished what I was I was uh, fighting for my whole life. And uh, uh, it was crazy. Like that, 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 that day when I was, I, I was told that, you know, you did it, you passed, and you're going to graduate. Man, that was, that was crazy. Like everything I went through my whole life to that moment, like it was worth it. It was worth it. So if there's anything that any, any motivation I can give to a person is just to keep fighting, keep believing in yourself. If you're wanting to do something, do it. There's no, there's no way, you know, you can't do something if you don't set your mind to it. So, yeah, that's truth. My, that's my story. Truth. That's my story. Tanner Black. <clears throat> I just gave you my oh, the first one, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> that short. That was your whole story. That short. Yeah. Seriously? Well, I didn't plan on being here. I was bueno. Goddamn. Did you not fucking pay attention? <laughs> I thought you were joking. <clears throat> no. Seriously? Yeah. I told you. I had to man up and get a job. Now where I'm at. I think where he's at, like, now tells us, uh, you know, it, 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 it's an encouragement to, to people. That I think that he can say, you know, he made it this far from where he was at. Um, especially my cousin too. Shouts out to I don't know if he still listens to this podcast. He uh, decided to get treatment and go to rehab, and now he's has a steady job, and he's been sober for shoot, I forget. I think he's over a year. Wow. And he was, you know, I don't want to tell his personal stuff, but you know, I'm happy for him. But it, it goes to, you know, as examples of how you can overcome if you just. You know, tell yourself you can do it. Don't give up on yourself. Yep. Thank God I only had to do that academy one time because that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> it did. <clears throat> but it was worth it. Like I said, yeah. that phone call, man, like, I don't know how long I cried after that phone call. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I did it. Like, I did it. I finally did it. Like, I wanted to say that, like, you didn't weigh, like, like I said, 2004, 2005. I think the second time was 2006. No, five. Four and five is when I failed the two academies twice. And then me not wanting to be a cop, not even wanting to try for so many years because I felt like a failure and I was going to fail again if I ever tried. That was crazy. Like, My wife is so good at boosting me up. Mm -hmm. Like She is like my private cheerleader. It's, <laughs> when, I, when I called her, 
when we took our final test to determine whether you're passing or not. Yeah. When we took that test and I passed it with a 92, one of the highest scores in the academy at the time. Yeah. I called her and she says, see, I told you, you're just a bad mother. F- <laughs> not going to say the last <laughs> word, but yep. Yeah. So she, she has, always, she, she's always had a way of like, no, you got this. Mm-hmm. You're a badass. <laughs> just stuff like that. So she's always, she's always done that for me. Yeah. So, and that, that was a major help, major mm-hmm. help. Cause you know, that you know, those days in the Academy where you're just beaten physically, mentally, yeah. like I'd call her and just, she would let me bitch about the day, Yeah. but she would say, just do it over again. Each day is just do it over again, do it over again. So she, she was just, mm-hmm. she would just like, she would calm me down. Like you got this. Yeah. Cause essentially I, I like, I didn't have a buddy system. I went alone. Yeah, he did. That, yeah. that that's one of the toughest ones to do. Is like yeah. alone. Yeah, but I didn't don't have anybody else from our department, or I didn't know I'm, anybody. I'm lucky I had the mouse. <clears throat> Slept yeah. with the mouse too. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty girl. <laughs> Slept in the same room. So, let's put it this way: if you were to, you're in academy, and I was your friend. If you were to call me, what would you have? What would you say? If I was in the academy and I called you to bitch about the day, same thing I would have told my wife. Like, today sucked because I get real bad shin splints. I used to bitch about that. Like, my shins hurt so bad. And I just cry like a little baby to her. Just like, like I I'm not hurt. talking about your fucking wife. I'm talking about you when you're calling me. That's what I told you. That's what I would do the same thing to you. You know what my response would be? I know what it would be. <laughs> Quit it. being a judge and just go out there and do it nope. again. Quit say it the right be, way. Quit being a judge. Hurry up. Don't be a bitch. That's what you would say right there. Don't be a bitch. That's how you'd say it. You'd tell me, quit crying. Go do it again. You're almost done. <laughs> I'm like, fucking quit. <laughs> Tell you to quit right away. Yeah. If you can't take it, just quit. <laughs> you want to be a loser for the rest of your life? <laughs> Fucking quit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna feel sorry for your kids when they're going through something hard. <laughs> no, just quit. Don't even come to me. Don't even talk to me. If you're gonna be weak like that, just quit. Tough love. That's what you call it, tough love. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the story of our lives, folks. Yep. We went down an emotion, emotional roller coaster here. We're not robots, believe it or not. But uh, that leads us into our last topic of the day. And we're going to start doing this probably not every episode, but we're going to put it into what we're doing. We're going to give you out, give you the uh, stories of, uh, how, you, how do you say it? Like if someone's going to become something, they're going to be... The uh, special person, I guess. What a dumb of the week. What a dumb of the week. What a dumb. What a dumb. So we're going to share stories about real, real stories about stupid people doing stupid things. And we're each going to vote. And who is the dumb of the week? Gentlemen, are you ready? I'm going last. Ready. This can be actually the game because we, like I said, we play the game but yeah. but but we already started the game in the beginning when we're said how long can we go without cursing Tanner's lost already he's we already he's already quit currently rated R <laughs> we're at PG13 now we're rated R but I'm just glad we didn't go into rated X <laughs> you guys want to go to rated X nope. no don't say it 
<laughs> Don't say it. So I will go first. So we're going to steer our stories. What a dumb of the week. First story comes at you from. Actually, I don't even know where. Oh, where did they play this game? Oh, in uh, Minnesota. So the Clippers and Timberwolves played a game recently. Right now is the NBA, but that game is over. But what happened during that game this past week? A woman protesting the mass killing of chickens tried to glue herself to the basketball court. And I saw this. I saw I saw the lady on the on the court on Tuesday's game. This past Tuesday at the Minnesota Timberwolves and LA Clippers game. So she glued herself to the floor, attempted to glue herself to the floor, and she left the big handprint on the hardwood. Uh, this was this lady's from an animal rights group called the Direct Action Everywhere, and that was her motive. Because I guess one of the owners, the owners or whatever, Glenn Taylor. Yeah, she had a shirt saying "Glenn Taylor roasts animals alive." So I think that's, uh, yeah, the owner. The owner's name is Glenn Taylor. Awesome. So she protests that game by trying to glue herself to the hardwood. And I bet you she gets the chicken nuggets from McDonald's every time. <laughs> but she does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. My dumb moment comes from my hometown of Globe. Oh, home. Recently, they have put the high school down on full lockdown due to a high school kid bringing in a magazine about a gun. Mm. Didn't bring a gun, brought a magazine, Gun Weekly. A magazine. A magazine. They considered that a threat and put the entire school on lockdown. <laughs> for for a magazine of guns. For a magazine. What was that? What was it the magazine called? Was it Gun guns Weekly? And, oh, Gun Weekly. I thought it was Guns and, guns and Ammo. There's Guns and Ammo magazine too, mm-hmm. but there's also Gun. He brought a Gun Weekly magazine. They put the school on lockdown. They put the entire school on lockdown. Called the police in and everything. <laughs> well, that'll do what it. What a dumb. Mm-hmm. Tanner. What is your dumb story of the week? Dumb story of the week. You guys ready for this? We are ready. Let's hear it. Really want to hear it? I want to hear it. The listeners need it. Well, there's this guy you work with. Dumb. I don't know why the music changed, <laughs> but the 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 dumb he I don't know scared. <laughs> scared to tell Spit a story. Bit it out there, Junior. <clears throat> Can't. They don't want to share a story. I don't know. I don't know if I should put him on blast <laughs> out there like that. It's kind of kind of crazy. Honestly, I don't know. I don't. Uh, this week didn't really happen. Um, Tanner has failed the listeners. <laughs> he does not have a what a dumb. Okay. Tanner doesn't have a what a dumb. <laughs> All right. So, oh, wait. Was it that? And this dude was trying to get a cigarette, but. He went to the wrong person. 
what person did he go to? Person without the cigarette basket. And so he got he, mad. So he was asking for a cigarette from a person without the cigarette basket. Mm-hmm. And here the person was like seven people down that way. I think I know who. He, uh, well, I'm pretty sure you guys know who he is. Mm-hmm. Mm. So he went to the wrong person for a cigarette. Yep. That sounds like a world's tallest move. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> the dumb little shit that we always have to deal with. That was still stuff. Ah, okay. And he gets mad. What a dumb. Mm-hmm. So, which... uh has to be yours because... Yours wins. <laughs> I mean, Mine's lady gluing herself to the floor it's to not, protest the not, mass killing of chickens. It's not what chickens. a dumb. She's the world. What a dumb ass. What, chickens are placed on this earth to give us eggs and chicken meat. Mm-hmm. And you're protesting that. Yeah. What a dumb. What a dumb. She wins the what a dumb of the week. Yep. So be careful what you do out there because we might mention you in our what a dumb stories. And you might be voted the dumbest person of the week. Please do something dumb. <laughs> yeah. So that concludes episode number five, six, five, six. Thank you guys for uh, being here. And uh, again, shout out to Kai. How do I say that? Kai. Kai Wan. Kai Wan. Kai. Kai Wan. Sorry, cuz. Tanner, he's, apologize. No, he's not. He's, he's not sorry. Sorry, Eric. To him. <laughs> These motherfuckers make me do it on a daily. <laughs> you uh, lost. You knew the details of the game. Lost. You lost. You got to say something embarrassing about yourself. Yeah. Playing basketball in White River and I threw up in front of the whole crowd. Championship. That's pretty embarrassing. Damn. Well, hopefully you overcame that. <laughs> You know what I think you can do to overcome that? Play for a team here in Bias in the nope. championship game? Nope. I'm not going to do it. Nope. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Chris, signing off as well as, uh, you know what? We haven't called him in a while. Third cup. The third cup. The third cup. Ten of the third cup. And Dusty Rhodes. The American dream. Thank Ain't you no American dream. You suck dick for dreams. (laughs) Bye.